All right. Welcome. We're back for another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast to where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. Joining me is one. Ah, I got it right. You see that? The first try. First try. <laughs> one Nick Anacelli and boom. See, I got my directions. I got my bearings all right. One Mitch Valentine. And we're here to talk a little bit about the Survivor Series 2020. Obviously, we know that it is the 30-year anniversary of The Undertaker debuting in the WWF, WWE, or whatever the hell you called it at the time that you started watching. So I'm going to forego doing my normal Undertaker slander because this is a festive event. <laughs> and um, we'll just kind of roll with the punches. I got the car pulled up right here. And we are starting the kickoff show, which will be rocking and rolling here and i think about an hour or so yeah we have a dual branded battle royal set for the survivor series kickoff coming from you to all the information is coming from wwe.com i do not own this shit so don't sue me <laughs> as you meant me i'm like i you're pointing to me um no yes yeah, so as we said we got that as soon as he start talking then he freeze up crazy, man. Crazy. Oh, I can't oh go my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. We good? We good? There that he is. Happens. That never happens ever. But I'm going with Big E. Who else is there that's literally good enough to win something like this besides Big we got, E? We got a titty meat in the chat. That's what I saw. They're talking to me because I got some titty meat. Let me tell you. My nickname is Big Titty Daddy, by the way. Oh, see, we got the Big Bad Booty Daddy, uh, Scott Steiner. And we got the uh, big bad titty daddy right here. Yeah, that's right. That's right, brother. <clears throat> oh, look, got we got more titty meat. Got my Thunder Rosa shirt on, guys. Got my yeah, Thunder on. Rosa. We, we can get into that as well. Oh, we got Eric in the chat. Excited. That makes two of us, at least. So yeah. before, we go, before we go down the card and everything like that, damn, what are we excited to see? First off, so I'm going to scroll through this real quickly. We got the Battle Royal. We have the uh, Survivor Series, traditional Survivor Series match, Raw versus SmackDown. We have the female Raw versus SmackDown. Yes. We have, I'm interested in this just from a, you know, storyline standpoint for this one right here. Uh, We have the tag team titles up for grabs. No, not for grabs. I mean, you know, for bragging rights. Yeah, bragging. for grabs for bragging rights. Yeah. Well, they did just uh, we, trade. Th- yeah, this is going to be another one right here that I feel is going to steal the show, maybe. Yeah. Then yeah. this, this, I am interested to see what comes of this. Yes. So let's get back down to the bottom. I mean, I don't know who the participants are. I don't think they put it down here for the Battle Royal. That's my question. You know what I mean? How are we going to pick a battle royal winner if we don't know who's in it? Mm. But I guess you just got to think like, well, what top stars are not booked like a Randy Orton? You know, like, Mm. I mean, but he's not going to be in the pre-show battle royal. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So you got to go Big E or maybe even like a Murphy. Yeah. Maybe. I like the Murphy. Murphy Rollins, final two. I like that if, if they do that. Yeah, well, Rollins are here in the men's Survivor Series match. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, the kickoff show, the freaking Battle Royal, 
that's just a, a grab bag. We'll just scroll on to the main card. Well, hold on. Let's make a pick, though. I'm going to pick Dominic Mysterio. I'm Ooh. going Big E. That's a good pick, but I'm going Big yeah. E. You know what? I'm going to steal that one. I'm, I'm going with what with, with Mitch got. <laughs> I like what Ooh. he put him down. Okay. I didn't even think about that. That's a good one. But uh, before we roll on with the first uh, match on the card here, uh, Brian, he's like, back in my day, we called titty meat puppies because we respect our bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Lawler. So now, wait, before we get into it, I, over, I overlook shit like a motherfucker. Every time they do Survivor Series, besides that last, I think it was 2018, because last year it was NXT. It's usually always like neck and neck uh-huh. with like who's going to win. It's never a blow up besides like that one time Raw just killed SmackDown. Yeah. So I was kind of looking into it. And this one, in my perspective, has got to be a win for Raw. Especially because they have more of a storyline, too, with like their team and the hostility and all that. And then screw Otis. Now, yeah. last year, didn't NXT just beat everybody, swept them all with every match? Or what was the uh, deal? No, I came down to kind of NXT and SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Raw was but awesome. but NXT won, though. NXT won yeah. last year, and then they're yes. not involved at all. I know, and that's depressing, man. I was really looking forward to this class of NXT uh, in the Survivor Series. but Especially Io Shirai. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it would have been. Ripley. Yeah, because look at this. We, we would have had a triple threat. We could have possibly had here um, their cruiserweight champion or the North American champion in this match here. Which would have probably have been Damian Priest. They would have kept it him. Yeah. And then here we could have had uh what only Lorkin and da- yeah. Danny Birch. That's but good. Balor but Balor couldn't do anything because his Oh uh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, because his uh, Which, jaw is jacked. What's up. it now? I mean, I know we're getting off about NXT a little bit, but Karrion Cross separated his shoulder and Finn Balor broke his jaw and they took the belt off Cross. Bro, separated shoulders, he should only be out for a month or two, maybe three. And well, the jaw, I mean, I don't know. That's just weird to me how they did. I did take the just read that uh, that Karrion Cross should be coming back soon. Which well, I, I kind of feel good. like, you know, usually when these guys get hurt, and maybe Mitch, you can kind of speak to this a little bit, but you're not only hurt with your injury that puts you off your show. You got other nagging injuries and everything that you might want to rehab, a knee or a back or something. So, I mean – they probably gave him a little more time on top of what he was nursing with this injury. Yeah, it's not going to hurt. I mean, I've separated both my shoulders, and it looked like Cross separated his shoulder. And everybody heals differently from that. Like Orton, Orton separated his shoulder. I think he was out a month. Uh, but, I mean, it could take you out for a couple months. I don't know. Yeah. So, oh, and just, just so everybody is aware, uh, the man Mitch here is a professional wrestler. So we got some professional wrestling insight on this card and just in general. Yes, sir. Not, pro wrestler, stand-up comedian, podcaster, and uh, WWE Hall of Fame bapper, Mitch yes. Valentine. Oh yeah, you you didn't you didn't know that there, Nixie. I fucked up my direction again. Uh, do do bang Sunny. Nice. I bapped her. Oh, he bapped her. He bapped her. He didn't bang her. He bapped. Bap 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 me. I took her to. I'm uh, I'm a Baptist. I baptized. Uh, I took her to Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. She's uh. Insane. But, In fact, my next podcast, guys, I'm going to talk about that whole thing with Sonny because everyone wants me to talk about it. So we talked about it, Rob, on your podcast. Yeah. But yeah, that was a. Uh, anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Back to. The- so yeah, so on other things, I'm going to go with Team Rob. 
No, wait. One thing we should do, I guess I'd, I'd like if we could do with mm. this match and the women's match is pick who we think might be the sole survivor. Ooh, I like that. Uh, so we're I'm going to go with Raw. Uh-huh. And I think I'm going to go with Keith Lee and AJ is my final two. I don't think it'll be one versus one. Then Keith Lee and AJ. Okay. What you got, Mitch? Dude, I'll tell you what, AJ Styles uh, lately reminds me of back in TNA when he was with Christian. <laughs> He's so funny right now. I love it. He's yeah. so freaking hilarious. Um, I hope AJ Styles is the sole survivor. I like it. I like Keith Lee though too. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what you said, Nick. I'm gonna say AJ Styles and Keith Lee, and then hopefully that leads to a a, a program with those two or something. I don't know. Didn't know be good because then you can incorporate. Uh, they haven't gave him a name and i don't know his real name but the bodyguard of aj styles they could throw him into it somehow to you know with keith lee yeah and i, I think well, that's i think that's unanimous there I think, I think aj might be the sole survivor just because of that fact alone he has muscle in his corner or whatever and he's the, he the center of the card yeah yeah he's the center of the picture here <laughs> now are you guys looking forward to riddle versus rollins in this match <laughs> yes because there's some heat right Riddle, Riddle Rollins. I'm a Riddle big Rollins. fan, personally. Oh, yeah, hold I like on. Them both. Here we go. That's Back in my favorite. day, if we hated The Undertaker, we still talk shit on him, even if it is his 30th anniversary. That's Rob. That ain't this me. Guy. I'll never talk that this but I mean, but um, they did talk about this being a big deal because this is the 30th anniversary of the Undertaker's career with WWF, WWE here. And there's supposed to be a Survivor Series slash Undertaker theme things going on yeah. tonight. So, so I um, figured that's what we'd finish with. But hold on, wait, before we move on, well, I guess for you too, Mitch, but I know Rob, a big Undertaker kind of quote unquote hater. Um, so the Stone Cold Broken Skull Sessions thing came out. It's two mm -hmm. hours long. It's long. I watched it this morning. Was it longer than the previous? Oh, it's one? already yeah. It's already out. It's already out. Yeah. So just so like just so you guys like know, if they say, "Oh, this is gonna debut tonight after the pay per view," realistically, you can start watching it at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Like mm -hmm. so, literally at 10 o'clock this morning, I went. I put on. It's two hours long, so it's long. That's what I'm saying, mm -hmm. Rob. I don't know if you got a bedtime tonight, but you should try mm -hmm. to stay yeah. up to watch it after the pay per view. Because it's funny because in it, they're like, oh, well, when this airs, Survivor Series, your 30th would already have happened, even though I watched it before the pay-per-view. But yeah. Um, yeah. So for both of you in general, if you if you ain't got to wake up early for work sometimes, I definitely recommend watching it. It was good. They drink a lot it, on the show, too. They have course, like five rounds of Jack Daniels shots. Of, of course it's good. You got two of the greatest of all time talking. Why would it not be great? Was, I'm gonna come at you, Rob. I'm gonna defend the crap out of the Undertaker because I remember last time we talked, you started hating on Taker, so I got his back. Don't you worry, Mark Calloway. I got your back, brother. Hey, okay. it's a two-on-one. It's a two-on-one. Okay. Whatever, whatever. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but um, fuck it. I forgot what I was saying. Next, the we women. got the, uh, the women's uh, Survivor Series match. So. As much as Rob, you and I have that low key kind of relationship with uh, old Lacey Evans, you know, mm -hmm. you got you got to go SmackDown here. Just honestly, one because Liv Morgan's my day, but second, Bianca Belair. I that Bianca yep. Belair is not losing in any capacity. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if she's the only sole survivor. And if yep. there is another one, you probably got to throw in Bailey because mm -hmm. they'll probably have a little angle. Because if you watch SmackDown the other night, 
when Bailey was on the team, Bailey came in and was like, I'm the captain, I'm the captain. So I could see them two having some hostility here. But mm. Bianca Belair, hands down, a sole survivor, and SmackDown wins this one. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. And plus, I was going to pick that anyway because I like Bianca Belair. <laughs> yeah, and I like Bianca Belair. She's really good. <laughs> but what I would like to see, though, you know, if I may, if I may, um, the Riot Squad as a tandem being the sole survivors, I, w- I would like to see that. Live, 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 live. <laughs> I love Liv too, bro. I, I've seen her live. I've seen Liv live, and oh my gosh. Um, so I think we got to get Sasha and Bianca at WrestleMania. I really hope they build that all the way to Mania. That um, seems that seems to be the popular consensus. Everybody wants it, and this is now, the did, start. Did they now all five members of SmackDown are the women's? They're all announced, right? Yes, right. They you might be able to. Be, be, be. I'm wondering if we're going to get Rhea Ripley in this match somehow, whether like someone gets hurt mm-hmm. um, on raw. Mm-hmm. I think Rhea Ripley would be a better fit on raw. Um, but I don't know. I agree with you guys. So I think Bianca Belair, Belair uh, will be the sole survivor. Hey, can I call a timeout here quick? If you look at the, the raw women's photo, unless I'm blind, Lana's supposed to be in that match. Yeah. She's not in it. She cut out. So maybe Rhea takes her spot. Maybe. There you go. But they and just then, put out that. But they did just put out that chronicle about Lana. Why would they do all that the day before Survivor Series and then she ain't in the match? Why would they put her through a table nine times and have her come yeah, out true. fresh as a daisy every week and never yeah. sell it? I mean, that's on them. That she's not like not selling. Like they're telling her, "Oh, just keep going out there every week and you're fine and keep getting thrown through a table." If Rhea Ripley's in the match, she's the sole survivor. If not, mm-hmm. Belair. Well, back in my day, we called his ass Mean Mark, and you know what? He's a nice guy, so he's bad at his gimmick. <laughs> I got to read it like that every time they put back in my day. That's Yo, the, thing that literally, the fact Lana's not in that photo literally already has me thinking. Yeah. Because the way Ripley, I mean, Ripley's at NXT, dude. She put over yeah, EO clean like that. that She's. She's done. She's got to come up, and she's a star, dude. That chick is gonna be the next Charlotte Flair. Like, I wish I wish you. How about how about we, how about she just be the first Rhea Ripley? How about that? How about that? We just keep it yeah. that. You don't need to be the next that's nobody. Fine. That's fine yeah, too. Robin. It's just there's been so few women that are actually stars because they just get overutilized. And Charlotte is a star. I think Sasha's a star, and the rest of them are forgettable. Becky, of course. That's it. In my opinion, those three are the top three women, and now you got Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley coming up, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Did we did we get even? I can't really remember. Did we get much of that in NXT? Rhea Ripley versus Bianca. Yeah, remember they fought this year at uh, Takeover Portland. You're right. You're right. Great match. All right. What, what, what's next? So we all going with Bianca Soul Survivor. Unless Ripley's in it, then Ripley's got us to be the Soul Survivor. Got you. And All right, Bianca, so, if, if that is the case, though, Bianca has to be getting out from as Rob's favorite word, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. You can you can do a count out on Bianca. You don't have to pin people in this match. You yeah. can count them out or DQ them. You don't have to pin everybody. Yeah. So we got United States title versus the Intercontinental title. Bobby Lashley and the Liberator Sami Zayn. You can got, I start this one? Can I yeah, start this absolutely. one? I got some really. I, I don't mean to be uh, you know too over bearing you do it i got some strong opinions about this one go ahead um i i love bobby lashley i love the hurt business mvp he's my boy you know that rob uh but 
why are we doing a heel versus heel match? And why, why? Okay. And here's the other thing. And I'm going to be quick. Daniel Bryan gets beat by Jey Uso. And then McIntyre, and then Jey Uso's a million bucks over on the SmackDown team. And then they have Jey Uso lose to McIntyre. And then they have Jey Uso lose to Daniel Bryan, who's not doing nothing. Why would you not put the IC title on Daniel Bryan last Friday? Like have, you know what I mean? And have, have uh, Bryan win the IC title Friday before the Survivor Series. And then we have Lashley versus Bryan. And that's a freaking match right there, man. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Match. Both but, wrestlers. Yeah, but, but Sami Zayn's, I mean, it's whatever. So Lashley, easy. So I'm going to go Lashley, but that got me thinking. I like your opinions on stuff, Mitch. But anyway. um, Yeah, but the only thing, like, the past few Sammy matches that have had, like, titles or something have been good. Like, the Jeff Hardy putting a ladder in his ear thing. And then yeah. he had the one Intercontinental title match where uh, he got old boy tagged into, like, the ring. So if Sammy wins, will be like that. I'm still going Lashley because I don't just see Vince letting Sammy beat Lashley. But I don't know if you guys seen their past Twitter beefs. Oh, yeah. That was pretty rough. <laughs> where, like, they were talking about not being on even the T-shirt and all this other stuff. So... Even Lashley said, like, I hate you, but let's go kill it. So I'm looking forward to this, So, I'm, but I'm going Lashley. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, what finally their blow off to their feud that they had years ago with the Lashley sisters and shit. Yeah. And the obstacle I forgot course. about that. <laughs> they never brought his sisters out, huh? Or did they? Not his real sisters, no, if he even have any. I don't don't think Lashley likes their storylines. Like, I don't think he was too comfortable with that. Truth be told, as beautiful as Lana is, I don't think Lashley was comfortable with Lana. Like, when they first debuted together and they were, like, hardcore making out on the stage, like, Lashley low-key looked uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable watching that. So I can only imagine how Rusev was in the ring watching that. I get it. It's it's staged and all that, but... (laughs) It was was funny as well as... um... Goddamn. Oh, man, you got to talking about that shit and I lost it. Fuck. <laughs> Lashley, he's the man. He was probably trying to hide his uh, his little dominator when he's standing that close to Lana, ah. you know, making out with her. My goodness, dude. Yeah, what a tough spot for Lashley. <laughs> this dude could have came back and been uh, either Universal or WWE so, by now. That's why I want to ask. Kind of simple, yes or no, because I know we're kind of on a little bit of a time act, but Yes or no, before Lashley retires, is he ever a Universal or WWE champion? Nope. I want to say yes, but I go no. I want it bad, though. I want it, but it's not happening. 15 years in the WWE. I mean, 15 years since he debuted, man. I don't think anyone's ever, I mean, Benoit, it took 18 for Benoit. Kofi, Uh, it took forever. And and Eddie. I think I think Lashley will get it as long as MVP's his mouthpiece because Lashley just doesn't need to talk. No, but MV I could see MVP as mm-hmm. Lashley's mouthpiece with the with any championship. I um, would love to see the heart business have all the gold on Raw. Dude, I marked out so hard when Shelton Benjamin hit the angle slam on Monday. I was yeah, like, oh, I mean, and I thought that's what they that's why I thought they were going because I mean you we talk about heel versus heel with this match we got face versus face for the tag match which yeah. is I think that's next next Could be <laughs> my segue mm-hmm. profits I believe so because it, it wouldn't hurt the new day to lose at all yeah exactly not at all they uh 
not they announced them as nine time champions that they um that match against the hurt business when they're supposedly yeah they traded it was supposedly 10 or whatever but now they i guess they're adhering to you know it just they just changed color belts pretty much well devon dudley does work in the company so i can picture him being like all right bullshit <laughs> you gonna win this shit by a pinfall, goddamn it! There ain't gonna be no none of this which shenanigans. Which Testify. Devon would be cool with them beating the record, but they're gonna beat it. They're gonna beat it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see how the history books reflect those, or the, you know, the, the archives of the tag champions and how they uh, explain that because they they did get a new set of titles that should count. Uh, anyways, we are in agreement, guys. Uh, Street Profits, New Day doesn't need to win here. You know. This this sorry I was cutting you off Rob. This card has a lot of potential match of the night candidates. Yeah, and then this is like, regardless. I mean, New Day are the veterans in this match, and they're gonna help this young talent. Yeah. I heard them on the New Day pod, and Montez Ford, despite what his character, how he portrays himself on camera, when he talking these interviews. This dude say like a thousand times in a row, dog. And it was like taking me out of the interview. He's like, oh, yeah, it's like, uh, like, uh, you know, when you do like, uh, like, and I was just sitting there like, you motherfucker. Just- hey, hey, Rob, take out your, uh, your earth and airs. Oh, yeah, I got to take out my evaluation sheet. <laughs> you motherfucker. Pet words, pet words, pet words. Like, like, like. <laughs> Dude, Montez yeah. Ford though is he's, he's gonna be a star. He's yeah, yeah the bad dudes. Amazing. But do you see him with WWE's history and African American superstars? And you see Lashley. Do you see them ever realistically giving Montez that that chance? He's charismatic enough. Oh well, I mean, he'll he'll reach the at least the level of United States champion or Intercontinental champion. That's no doubt about it. Hmm. But will he go beyond that? Don't know. But will he get the opportunity? Yes, a la our true style. They Best put our truth in many main event matches or whatever. But he did he win? No, but he still had the opportunities. Best frog splash I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. That he, he went up. He went up this way and landed that way. But I was like, Bet, what? Better than better than Eddie Guerrero, Art Bar, Rob Van Dam, and my trainer, Mister Primetime. Got to give it to to Montez Ford, dude. That frog splash is amazing. Do we do we all agree as like not rude as I come off because I'm a fan of both street profits, but man, Dawkins probably low key screwed when they split him. Yeah. I, I hope I like him. I think he's good too, but well see, and that that they that was bad as well. Tucker's a champion though before Otis, <laughs> but still I seen one match with Tucker, singles match on I think it was Raw SmackDown. And that shit blew me away. He did very well, and I was not expecting that out of him. So, if given the opportunity and put in the right storyline situation, I believe I Tucker hope. can be a big deal. I hope. But will they do that? We don't know. <laughs> you know I'll what I, I think? You, you guys know what I think we should have got is um, we're talking about how stacked the card is. I think we should have got Retribution because they've been building them up for months against the Hurt Business. And I, I think it would have been cool to put the girl. The hurt business. I that's uh, where we the, were leading. The, yeah, the girl, bro, with the retribution, and then hurt business. Uh, what's Trinity doing? Naomi, what's she doing? Yeah, she'd no. be great. In the, she'd be great in the yes. hurt business. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people were saying as well, and I concur with that wholeheartedly because Naomi needs to be on my TV more often than she is. <laughs> she's 
freaking amazing, dude. She'd be great. Her business needs a chick. Ooh, and they had a little Twitter thing a while back, but it's Naomi versus Bianca Belair. That would be I good. need that in my yeah. life. But I think Naomi got dropped, which is weird. No, Naomi's got nah, Naomi's on Raw. Actually, no, because I thought about it. Naomi did get drafted to Raw. Yeah, she's on Raw. Weird, which is weird, though, because the Usos are on SmackDown. But you got to think about it this well, way actually, now. Sorry, only Jay got drafted. Jimmy didn't. I do remember that. That's weird. They did that? Yep. Yeah, Jimmy's hurt. Jimmy's going to be out a few well, more yeah. months, right? And, and then yeah. you, you got to think about it this way now, too. Is this damn, they all in the same building recording at the same time, you know? Because all the shows are done in the Thunderdome. So it's not like how SmackDown had their own road crew and their own road yeah. shows going this way and Raw going this way. They all at the same building doing the same shit. <laughs> Just not on the same days. But yeah, it's yeah. all in Florida. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I guess it really don't really matter at, at this point anyway. Yeah. And uh, big shout outs to Brian if he's still in the chat or whatever. Um, Scoop from uh, UWO. Goddamn, I don't think they're going to be doing house shows anymore, even when we get no. back to full capacity. Nope. And then I also read, I don't know if you guys did, I think WWE said it, how I think in December, like the 5th, they're going to start working at a Tropicana Field in Tampa, which that's a baseball stadium. Yeah. Which is good. But I heard they like might not have fans. But picture the Royal Rumble like without fans. Like granted, they'll pipe in the ten, nine, eight. Yeah, yeah. But that's like the one pay per view you need fans. <laughs> well, know. here I mean we're getting off, but it's like Rock Roman has got to be the main event of WrestleMania. And can you imagine that without fans? Like, it'd be crazy. The Rock yeah, and with this no is, and fans. Just, and just the way that storyline's going, you can't. Well, we'll wait till next year when there's fans. Like that, yeah, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> they're just too much on a roll with Roman that they can't wait a year. If they're gonna do it, it has to be this year. So, is it safe to say that WWE is looking to have a show with only fans? <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> the, the Super Bowls in Tampa, uh-huh. and they're allowed to have twenty thousand fans. WrestleMania, WWE hasn't canceled officially in Cali, but it's going to be. And they're going to yeah. try to do Tampa again. Mm-hmm. So they can which probably sucks do so it. bad, dude. Yeah. Which they if I'm such a, over. No, if, I'm a big, you can tell I'm a big rock mark. And I thought, oh, dude, WrestleMania, in, I'm in Cali. And then the rock and probably his last match in the main event. Like, I was like, oh, man. I was really hoping that was going to happen. Who are you telling? I'm I'm moving there next month. I was like, Rob, I'll be there. You got to come. <laughs> yeah. And I was supposed to go to this past one when they were supposed to have it in Tampa. Yeah. So, yeah. It's... so Sasha Banks and Asuka. <laughs> uh, this is going to be good. Never seen that match before. That's the only thing I don't like. Like, I know it's going to be great, yeah. but we've seen it. But Sasha, as old King Ajar would say, our guy we're in the wrestling chat with, huge and huge, I would probably say one of the biggest Sasha Banks fans mm-hmm. on the planet. Not just Sasha Banks, but biggest Mercedes fan. Yeah. And uh, she on a roll. and they, they, It's kind of like with Kofi Mania, like you had it, just don't F it up. I feel that's yeah. what they have going with Sasha right now. Like, yo, just don't mess this up. Yeah, um, this is a tough one to me. Who won the last one? I think uh, Oscar, Oscar, did, Oscar right? won the title. I mean, I can I can just honestly see them doing the trade off. It's just like, all right, you won last time, you can get this one. And you know, 
Oscar wouldn't be the worst for wear. And then you have to capitalize on the, the momentum and the star power that we have with Sasha Banks right now. The Mandalorian is doing very well. She has the title. She's hot as fuck, dressing as best as any female competitor I've ever seen in a long, long time. And it's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Huh? And Snoop Dogg's cousin. We could probably mm. see a Rhea Ripley showcase here maybe for Oscar. I was just going to say that. Dude. My mind started thinking. I'm like, wait a second. Didn't Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai like shake hands on NXT? Mm -hmm. So how cool would it be if this match just went to a DQ and we got Rio and uh, what's her name? Io? There's so mm -hmm. many Rios and Eos and um, Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley come out and just beat the crap out of Sasha and Asuka. Yeah. Or do it. I don't know. Just something different to because we've seen Sasha Asuka like I feel like we've seen it like 20 times. You know? I like to see Rhea go for uh, Asuka. Yeah. Yes. See, and that would have been, you know, if they incorporated NXT into this, we could have had that. We could have had Sasha versus EO yeah. versus freaking Oscar. Would have been, been, been freaking amazing. Yeah. Match of the year, in a way, it could have been. Yeah. But. So I say Sasha. Uh, that's my pick. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going with Sasha as well. What you got, Mitch? Double disqualification. Word. Double clues. Right. And Rhea Ripley okay. eats the crap out of both of them. All right. If this is a match. We, go, this we, go, is we, match we got here. audio. We got audio and video proof of this. If he, if he calls this right, I, I would not be mad, and I would be excited. Uh, like we said it first. <laughs> but between this match and this upcoming match right here, those these are the only two that can end in the disqualification to protect them both. But I say the women more. Man, Roman was on. He been on fire. I'm happy Drew got the title back. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. But man, Roman's promo when he roasted him saying you're the best number two ever. I was like, oh. Yeah. He's like, he's the guy that we send whenever Roman doesn't want to do anything. That's he's like, Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy because it's low key true. <laughs> <laughs> or when he said that nobody watches Raw, that was pretty Yeah, that was true as well. See, some of the best promos are cut in truth. So, I mean, in Common Collective, just talking like this, he's not like, Well, let me tell you, Raw sucks. And then I, I forgot, I, I don't know if I was talking to you about it or in the group chat. I, I like the dynamic with him and Heyman. I didn't think I would have liked it at first glance, but Roman is doing more of the talking than Heyman is. Yeah. You know, I and I like Heyman's that. just there to get him up there. Mm -hmm. So it's For a whole you. different Paul Heyman. You know what I mean? And that's what's great about Paul Heyman is he's always evolving. So it's a whole different Paul Heyman. He's not introducing Roman. He's not talking. He's just standing there looking – and like I, a wa the walrus that he is, you know. <laughs> and I and I think that's all by design. I think that's Heyman being the puppeteer for Roman. He's the one pulling the strings and doing all the talking, and Roman is just the one, you know, putting it out there. You know, he's the one doing the acting. Man, I want to see so bad because I'm probably the youngest here. How old are you, Mitch? Oh, uh, oh, here we, next, thirty-three next month. We got an interesting yeah. take here. About the Roman oh, Reigns and McIntyre match, that the Sheamus might uh, interfere. Well, we also can't forget yeah. the Miz has the contract. Oh, yeah. true. We can't rule that out as well. But no, how bad do you guys? Because we all remember old Brock. He could talk. I would love to see Brock get fed to Reigns. Not gonna happen. Nah, I'm tired it's of not, that story. Not, but that would be great. I, I want to see Brock show up at AEW and just kill everybody. <laughs> That'd be cool. I, I would like to see Brock versus Wardlow. That would be fucking awesome. The F5 versus the F10. 
I, I want to see Brock versus my former uh, training partner, Brian Cage, but I, only if they would build him, right? They've really – anyways, we're getting off, but AEW yeah. has not used Brian Cage right. But anyways. No. Because Brian Cage versus Brock Lesnar, bro, that could be literally a huge money match for AEW. But they've treated Cage like crap, so I don't know. But Taz has been awesome. Taz is awesome. That's, again, Taz as the mouthpiece for for uh, Brian Cage against Lesnar? Freaking yeah. take See, my money. I think out of that group that they got over there is uh, what Will Hobbs, He's Brian good. Cage, and, and uh, freaking – um, Ricky, Tony, I'm about to say Tony Stark, <laughs> but Starks. Yeah. If you take Starks out of the picture, I believe that would be a good stable. Just Will Hobbs and Brian Cage with uh, Taz as could the be, mouthpiece. Could be tag team. That could be a tag team just mowing over everybody. Funny story, guys. I used to be tag champs with Will Hobbs. Um, here, I dropped that name. Let me pick that back up real quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Will Hobbs is great. Uh, really, really good guy. I'm so happy for Will Hobbs, man. Um, and he seems like a good dude. Yeah. And I'm really happy for Thunder Rosa, another girl that uh, uh, I've been able to work with, and Shotzi Blackheart. There's so many guys, uh, talents from Northern California that are doing big things right now. So really happy for them, you know? But before we Rains. go into any other random jargon, let's put a definitive pick on this. Uh, Nick Rains. said he got range. What you got, Mitch? Oh, shit. There you go. Why, 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 do, why do I have a Roman Reigns wallet? Because Roman Reigns is money. Um, oh, I like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Who do you but, got, Rob? You know, I, I look at this right now, and it's, it seems weird to me. It, well, it made sense at first. Drew lost the title, so it can be Orton versus Reigns, obviously to put Reigns over. Because you're not going to hurt Orton by him losing and everything. But now that you put Drew back in the spot, Drew can stand to lose a little bit of momentum behind this loss to Reigns if it's clean. So, I don't know. And then just the, the, the truth daggers, man. I mean, nothing Roman said was not wrong. It was not uh, fictional at all. It was all fact. And uh, usually when you're cocky and overconfident, you, you, you take the fall. And um, despite Drew McIntyre being the monster and the beast that he is, he has always been booked as the underdog for some reason, you know, against all his opponents. They always doubt him. They always put him down. But it, somehow he fights through and perseveres. This big six foot five giant motherfucker here <laughs> is the underdog. But if I had to pick between the two, I will call shenanigans. Oh, definitely. So we got look, two look scenarios here. We got it's brought up in the chat. We got Miz with the money in the brain briefcase lo looming around. We got Jay Uso in Roman's corner looming around. We got Sheamus, who could possibly be in the corner of McIntyre, but has some pent up resentment and can lead to a feud later. So we got all these factors going into this match. So I call draw. Shenanigans. Okay. Heyman. And Heyman. Heyman. He'll just probably and run around the ring like you normally do, but you know, and still more, he is Morrison. the factor. It's like five one. It's 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 range, yeah, it's Morrison. Torso, it's Heyman, it's Miz, it's Morrison, and possibly Sheamus. McIntyre's got Jeez. no chance, bro. Even me, I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the so, Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> now before 
Before we go forward, can I drive the quote-unquote bus here for a second? I, oh, I have the game of life in front of me. That's why I have that. But anyway, so now what I want to get into, because it's a little more than what it's going to be, but the final farewell with The Undertaker. Now, okay. I don't see Taker having another match unless that main event's tonight. If that main event's tonight, I really think we get a Fiend appearance and either squashes the Undertaker to infinity or sets up a Mania match. So you're saying something like the Undertaker come out, he tip the hat and some shit, he get attacked from behind, they scuffle, scuffle, he do some shit to him and he go well, away? Cause, well, cause this is Are you talking about, about long ass 38 fucking minute entrance with fucking fire and smoke and fog no. and all this other bullshit so he's and he come to the ring entrance. and he fucking sit on the middle rope, duck his head down, fucking do the thing, fuck goddamn raise his hands and the lights go off and that bullshit? No, we don't need none of that. So I heard no. so many different things. So I read online, I won't say names cause I don't want to spoil, but I read a lot of names that are there cause I don't want to ruin maybe surprises for you guys. A lot of people are there for this. So some people are saying it's going to be kind of like the Ric Flair thing in 2008. Like he actually does get the farewell, maybe gets a lot of announcements from people. Oh, goodbye, goodbye, and then he leaves. Then it might be something like that in the Fiend come. Or then I heard, yo, those motherfuckers could just be there hanging out backstage because they're having a party on WWE time for yeah. Undertaker. Oh, well, you've seen the pictures floating around. You know, him, the Godfather, and all those guys in that clique from back in the day, they was all okay, drunk yeah, and shit yeah, together. The BSK crew and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to ruin anything if people didn't know. Drew is the only champion in recent memory to kick out of all finishers except the RKO. They want him big for WrestleMania. Big. I like He's already McIntyre. big. You don't need to be no bigger. <laughs> I want to see McIntyre and Fiend at Mania. I think that'd be good. I wish they was consistent with the Fiend. But we know at the time that the Fiend was getting real big and prominent and everything, he was a victim of circumstance, losing to Goldberg and shit because it's fucking Goldberg. But who still has two matches left for two more years? Supposedly, he went on the record saying that. All right, so supposedly he can just do some Dolph Ziggler shit, run out there, spear a motherfucker, and get the fuck on. He he can leave too. He can go the fuck home. You know, he said he didn't want to lose to the fiend because he felt it would have hurt his his reputation. Goldberg. What hurt fucking Goldberg? Rep, rep, uh, boy, whoo! What hurt his reputation is the motherfucker coming back. <laughs> Stay your ass home. And Shit. almost kill, and almost killing the Undertaker. <laughs> and himself, <laughs> he ran head first into the goddamn ring post. <laughs> A Fuck. <couple> <laughs> Uh, we look, need look, your look. dream match, Rob. We need your dream match tonight. Undertaker Goldberg, round two. Let's get it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I will Mitch, kick you off Mitch, of this call right hey, now. Hey, Mitch didn't listen to one of the last wrestling tracks. Rob's dream match is The Undertaker versus Matt Hardy. No. Yeah, in, yeah. in a go the fuck home match. Like, <laughs> Rob went on a huge, like, I'd say, put them bitches in the boat. In the- podcast 15 minutes about how matt hardy needs to go the fuck home dude you put the undertaker man matt hardy in a boat together and you make them roll a separate or each one of them across the lake of reincarnation and they reincarnate into like decent citizens and shit not wrestlers (laughs) that's what you do with them motherfuckers there you go agreed 
you're, they no, agree with me. No, you're an obsolete mule. You're an obsolete mule, Rob. Man, I will delete you right now. <laughs> but, um, go ahead. No, I don't know. You keep going, Rob. Tell me what you think is going to happen with the Undertaker, because then I want to just completely destroy what you say as best I can. Well, shit, you can just go ahead and blow it up now because I ain't got shit to say about that motherfucker. You, you got nothing, you know, no predictions nothing. or anything to know. So, so, no I, more I, bad I, words for... I, I always, I always have to give this disclaimer. I always got to do it, especially since okay. you, you're new to this, this realm of my rants. I have nothing against The Undertaker, the legend, the icon. You know, the historic presence of his character is the biggest character. It's big, it's huge, it's bigly. Biggest thing you've ever seen. Best... best uh, undertaker ever to be undertaken in the undertaking world you know awesome Great. mark calloway mark, Best mark calloway. WrestleMania match ever ever yes all that he is all that I, I i will not take any of that away from him he he is a part of my wrestling fandom he has been wrestling as long as i've been a wrestling fan so he's always been in, intertwined in it he's always been a part of it i have nothing against this man's legacy none of this shit but right now 2020 this old bitch is wrestling and i don't fucking like it he's not you don't need to be wrestlemania 28 should have been the last one and if you want to go a little bit further it could have been wrestlemania 30 when he lost the fucking streak he could have took his punk ass home and that would have been the end of it that should be having this conversation right now i get my head all hot and sweaty (laughs) my head's getting hot and sweaty too all right so listen you got a hat on let's talk about (laughs) let's talk about his last few matches we got a little time Okay, Ooh. him him and Triple H in Australia in 2018 was Ugh. good. Mm. Okay, didn't watch it. Now, now watch it. It was good. 25 minutes, good match. No. Now, no. I will agree with you. I will agree with you. The tag match and the, the Saudi Arabia crap. I mean, he didn't definitely earned it. his money because he he looked he looked bad. He looked bad when he teamed with Kane against uh, Michaels and Triple H, which was a bad booking. Anyways, that match should have never happened. Is Even it- though the build the build up was excellent. They're in the same age lane, Kane and the Undertaker. Exactly. Kane is in way better shape, but to that point as well, Undertaker got to use more than Kane. So whatever. <laughs> well, Triple H got hurt right away. Sean hadn't wrestled in ten years or whatever it was. I mean, like, it should never happen. Um, now, also the match with Goldberg again, not good. Whose fault? Pretty much Goldberg. Goldberg. Okay. Yeah. Now, Undertaker came back but it and shouldn't wrestled happen. with. You know what? You tell him that. You let you know what I want to get Undertaker on this damn podcast. You tell him that because oh, he had a tag match. Well, he had a tag match with with Roman against Shane and Drew, and that was his last match uh, in front of a crowd, and that was good. And he's happy with that. I think he he said that in the documentary. He's like, I, I was happy with my performance, and he did a lot of like house shows, helping out a lot of young guys like uh, Baron Corbin and shit, doing MSG shows. You know uh, what? I, we, I talk a lot of shit, but that that in itself. House shows, behind the scenes shit that nobody don't see on national TV. I have no problem with that because I don't have to see the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, talking about the Boneyard match, the last thing he did, best. I mean, I think it was the best thing that now, happened in WrestleMania the, this year. The, the, the best now, thing. Is it the best? Because we are looking through these rose-colored glasses. That is the Undertaker. His facade is giving his character and everything. The nostalgia that we hold on to. This motherfucker is way. How dare you? Past his prime. 
for a long time and had no fucking business being in the goddamn ring at all. Now, as a human being, as a man, as a human being, as a man, I understand the way he feels. But I'm only speaking for me. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for Nick. I'm just speaking for me. I can't speak for everybody else that watches professional wrestling, but I'm just saying that motherfucker should have never been in none of the matches that you just named off. He should have been at home with his wife doing the shit that he's doing now. Hot wings, uh, hot ones, or whatever the fuck, doing stupid ass shit with Dr. Disrespect on Twitch. Goddamn standing next to LeBron in full Undertaker garb at a wrestling, I mean, a basketball game. He should have been doing that shit. He should have been that star cast or whatever, but he's so fucking loyal to the people that pay him, the McMahons, which I can't be against because you should never fault a man for taking care of himself and his family financially. But I don't like none of this shit. Fuck him. Thank Go you. ahead, Nick. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, me either, brother. And and here's the thing, Rob. Fuck Jericho too. But how, I like what he's doing. How dare you? How dare you, Rob? How dare you? Uh in the name of Paul Barra. How oh, dare you? Damn. Oh. Um, okay. So <laughs> let me ask you guys this question. Okay. WWE advertises Undertaker for Raw or SmackDown. How how many how many uh how, how are the ratings gonna do? Oh yeah. Gonna, are they gonna, are gonna, how much are they gonna go up? Five hundred thousand? Are they gonna go up to the twos finally? Or, I mean, they're gonna go up. Undertaker's a draw, without question. Of course. And here's the yes. Thing. And how much is, bro? If he's gonna, if you're gonna be offered a million dollars to do a match, I mean, come on. And plus, he's he's yes. got so much pride. He's got so much pride. He mm-hmm. did not want to go out on anything less than great. The Boneyard match was great. Name something at WrestleMania both nights that was better than the Boneyard match. I'll wait. I don't know. I didn't watch it. So, also, what I told my son last night, we had a conversation because he doesn't like to ask for help because he think he can do it on his own. And I had to sit there at the end of my table because I am the head of the table in this house and look at <laughs> like, son, pride comes before the fall. And that's what happened to The Undertaker. His pride came before anything else and it evidently led to his fall. Fuck yeah, ass matches, sorry ass matches, getting hurt and just sullying. Once again, speaking for myself, sullying his legacy to an extent. So when are you finally gonna watch the last ride? I am not watching none of that shit until I know it is like a funeral. Undertaker fitting right when they put this career of the undertaker in the coffin they put it in the ground they put the dirt on it they put the tombstone there they put the roses on it the the, the dirt is settled there's grass growing up over the top of the shit that's when i watch all that old shit what they need to do is I, dude undertaker's done and here's the thing he's trying Man like does. the last dude the last singles match he had in front of a crowd was with goldberg and that's how he's gonna go out and that's and if he did had if he was more prideful he wouldn't let that happen he'd be like i want another match in front of a crowd but he's like you know what had the boneyard match i'm done undertaker will never wrestle again now what they should do with him eh. is hold on, hold on. Let me just say this. the american badass should be doing what adam pierce is doing he should be the freaking gm of wwe and as the american badass because that is the best way to use him at this point but he ain't gonna, Come on, ain't gonna, right go gonna have <laughs> as many as he wants yeah, it's true, and that is true. He will have as many as he wants because he is an icon. He is the standard bearer. He is the the gate 
put to the past and the to goat. the future. And he is the undertaker. He, he so here's here's what I'll say after watching the last ride. He says it multiple times. Pride of some bitch. So I could see him, especially he's been talking a lot about Bray Wyatt lately. Mm-hmm. I could really see him having that last one, even if it is only in front of 20,000, 15,000 at Mania. I really, and I hope, I don't want to see him wrestle. Undertaker as the GM. Nah, that's, see, that's yeah, Briggs, what are talking about? American badass is so much. Sorry, Nick, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, but anyway, I could see him only coming back for one match because he wants to go out in front of the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could see him coming back. Yeah, um, and and because I, I, I mean, just the way he talked, you know, just the way he feels about the business, and you know, just from a human being standpoint, I, I feel like he would have at least one more match. Do, do, do I want so? that? No, but I feel like he may have. One. You think Thunder Rosa will ever make it to WWE? She has she said, should. yeah, she said on Busted Open Radio that she doesn't like the way they're dealing with the twitching and all that. She wants to do her own thing, bro. Yeah. She has always been a hustler and an entrepreneur. She does mm-hmm. MMA. She's all over social media. She's got a, her own company. I mean, WWE would have to give her a good offer. You know, I think she'll be just fine without him. You think, think so. you think Zelina goes to AEW? Eventually. Oh, if not, uh, well, AEW, she go uh, Impact. She has that 90-day whatever yeah. clause. Yeah, if if not uh, AEW, TN, uh, Impact, I mean. I mean, that's if she want to even wrestle. Dude, that was the but biggest I know she... loss. Zelina is the, uh, to me, I mean, I think she's the hottest woman in wrestling. One of them. Like that was a huge mm-hmm. loss for WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very pretty. She'd be great for AEW. Did did uh Thunder Rosa? She signed with AEW, didn't she? Or she no, still working? She signed with, with NWA. She signed with NWA, NWA. But she's still. They got a partnership. She just, yeah, something's going on. She's with Britt Brit, uh, Brit Baker, and again, that's like the best women's match you could have in AEW because their women's division's not been good. But Britt Baker's mm-hmm. been the best thing there until Thunder Rosa showed up. Yeah. I, I like what's going on in uh, New Japan, despite this uh, tag league. And uh, the best of Super Juniors is, is yielding some pretty good matches so far. But um, I'm not really sold on this tag league. It's kind of blah to me. But I, I love what New Japan was doing for the G1. And um, I'm just looking forward to Wrestle Kingdom, man, when, when that's coming up in January. Two nights, fourth and the fifth. Going back to what Nick said real quick about uh, The Fiend. So we got Bray Wyatt and Taker at WrestleMania. In fact, WrestleMania. At this I know. WrestleMania. I, I was there in the daytime for that bullshit. <laughs> um, dude, I was the one yelling at Bray Wyatt to eat chicken and broccoli. Um, but I don't think we're going to get that. I mean, I could see it. If anything, if anything, Undertaker Sting in a cinematic match. But it's like he doesn't need to do anything else, dude. He, it's exactly. He debuted November 22nd, 1990. Today's November twenty second, twenty twenty. It's it's perfect. It really is. No fans, and eh, the fans aren't needed. Bruce Pritchard will be out there, right? Uh, All Kane, the people that's close to Godfather. Him, yeah. yeah. Who else, guys? Do you think, we, do you think Vince McMahon shows up? Yes. Well, obviously. Why wouldn't he? Why would Shane, he? Stephanie, Vince, Linda, all of them. Mm-hmm. Rob, Rob McMahon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I'll Vince's be there. brother? No, Vince's I'll... brother's name's Rob. No, I, I'll be there. I'll be there holding the damn door. Be like, all right, now get the fuck out. 
with a shovel. Go on, get. And let me tell Mitch, because I know you heard it many times. My dream scenario, the way he could have went out, you know, just like the end of career, I thought that it would have been fitting for him to have his last match with Kane, and they both retire each other. You know, it'd be like a some crazy, it'd be like a buried alive match, a new up and coming guy, maybe the fiend or whoever, push them both in the grave, dump the dirt on them, and they both gone, never seen it from again. Speaking of buried alive matches, I have to ask this because maybe my, I don't know, age, I don't know, maybe just dumb. When they do buried alive matches, how the hell does that work? I mean, they don't get covered in shit. And you would think when the match ends, how the hell they get that motherfucker out of there? Like when Undertaker did his in Survivor Series 2003 against McMahon and Kane came in, buried the American, but that wasn't even the main event. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's built up on a stage. So whenever you see the motherfucker go down in the hole, they got like a little joint they can just roll out up under the stage and then, you know, they dump the dirt. Oh, he's buried alive. You know, he's not really in there when they do the shit. Yeah, I figured as much, but it's just, I don't know. That's one thing I never could figure out with that company, to be honest. You, got, you guys think we get Edge? Ooh, I would like it. He tweeted, Edge qu- did post something on Instagram, like thanking him. Edge Even The Rock, has, yeah. Even the Rock yeah. tweeted saying something about it. The Rock should be there. Match versus Kane. Whoever gets more votes gets the mayorship of Knox County. Then <laughs> Undertaker would win, sadly. Even yeah. though he probably don't know shit about politics like Kane. Freaking uh, Knox County on a pole match. <laughs> Tri- Triple H, Shawn Michaels, uh, all the DX if they can make it. Uh, Rick Rock Flair. Satellite would be awesome. Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Uh, how about this, guys? I saved, I just can't start of this. You guys are going to go nuts. What if this is how Undertaker puts a guy over on his way out? Ooh, please. So everyone's oh dude, don't wait, just wait for this. Everyone's in the I'm ring ready. celebrating the Undertaker. Uh, everyone's happy. Rest in peace. I'm a badass. Big red. Everything. Everything's great. And then look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> And here comes CM Punk with the urn. I was about to say that. <laughs> Come on. And he rubbed the ashes on him again. <laughs> I mean, brother, can you imagine? I know there's no fans, but like still, you want to talk about getting some ratings, getting some serious attention back on Raw or SmackDown? CM Punk comes out and uh, whatever. He doesn't even have to, he can just start, stand at the top of the stage, take the urn, and freaking dump it out. You know what I mean? So- <laughs> I love that. And I said, knowing WWE's logic, I could pay. Here's the conversation. Taker, this isn't your farewell. You're going to do one more at Mania. This is your setup. This is your setup. And we're going to do it tonight. And Taker's sitting there like, all right, who is it? You're going to fight at Mania? Lars Sullivan. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> knowing WWE. Okay. And, then, and then Taker would be like, Vince, it's very obvious if I do one more, it should be against the Fiend. No, see, that's what they expect. That's, that's what they want. That's why. That's what they got. <laughs> oh, man. The freak be... versus yeah, the, the dead man. The freak versus the streak. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Bro, didn't Lars Sullivan get busted for sucking... You know, yeah, you know what? Or no, getting his gimmick, getting his gimmick, 
Well, it's not. He, he was he, in gay he porn. Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't get busted. There's nothing illegal about it. I mean, yeah. that's just something he did in his past, you know? <laughs> hey, know. and you know his name is Mitch, too, right? Dude, are you serious? Yes, I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> man, Mitch McConnell, now this Mitch, all these Mitches, man. Mitch. Uh, but there's one, you know. All these Mitches. Um, yeah, all these Mitches and all these hoes. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I really, where has Lars been? I haven't seen him lately. Who gives a fuck? Probably getting uh, his gimmick. Uh, no, so he did, the, he did the draft, and he got drafted to SmackDown. Did that he weird sit down over wins? Then he's been gone. But I heard that he did that weird. I heard they're trying to do a Lars Braun storyline, which I think okay. But tell me seriously, tell me you couldn't picture Vince McMahon trying to sell the Undertaker on that. And I, I could just see the Undertaker being like putting his hand on a uh, Vince shoulder and be like looking him in the face, you know, that loving forlorn stare, and he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> well, Donald, so Rob doesn't know because you didn't watch Mitch. Did you watch the last ride? Yes, all so the Undertaker stuff they put up, I've watched it. It's great. Yeah, so I'm doing a spoiler because I don't give a fuck, Rob. Yeah, so, yeah, you so, good. And did you watch the first Broken Skull session with the Undertaker? I didn't yeah. watch it all the way through, but I got to the part to where they got the, the alcohol. He's like, well, hell, why you didn't lead off with this? Well, like I said, so if you watch today's, they have like five shots during it, and they're drinking yeah. beer. They're like not getting fucked up, obviously, but five shots on WWE programming of Jack Daniels and whatever. Anyway, um, That's funny. I they like talk it. about whatever, and I guess That's AJ what you have to drink calling. to watch the WWE programming. That's true. <laughs> but AJ was, uh, AJ was watching it. And at long story short, Taker vacations with one of AJ's good friends. So they have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. AJ called Vince and was like, well, I heard you say on Steve's podcast that pretty much if you want to go out, you want to go on your own book. Like, how about doing one more with me and Mania? And Taker was like, well, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty happy with that tag match. And his wife was like, no, you should do it. If you're going to do it, do it with the best. So he thinks about it, whatever. Then when he makes his decision... He calls Vince and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go with AJ at Mania, but I want." And they do a rib, and Vince, I guess, calls AJ and was like, "Hey, Taker's not happening at Mania. There's this young kid in Tennessee he wants to put over." Blah blah blah. And AJ was like, "No, that's bullshit." And then he called Taker. <laughs> I like that. Called Taker, and then that's how the match happened. So I'll give AJ credit. AJ was like, "Yo, like, I want to fight this dude." Mm-hmm. And see. AJ is in the upper tier of talent there in WWE. I don't think they do all that bullshit that they do with a lot of the young guys there with that guy. Because he, I mean, he was well established before he got there. And, you know, he just even made his legacy even bigger by being there in WWE. And I, presumably, you would think he would end there as well. Because, I mean, he's what he's had over a 20-year career. As well, is right now, who, you know? Who's the last star WWE signed? That went straight to the main roster and on NXT. Jericho. What? Jericho. What are you talking about? He 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 got signed from WCW and went straight to the top. Oh, okay. I was like, but who's the last one that's done? Braun Strowman? No, didn't do no performance in the shit. Just went straight to Raw. I guess, but AJ was before him. After him, Gronk. Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. You yeah. know what I'm getting at. And you got to get it. That was a hell of a debut by AJ Styles. The oh, Rumble dude. number three. That was one of the best 
freaking, I guess, surprises or entrances in freaking Royal Rumble history. That was freaking. But was it leaked? Because I don't remember it. But was no. it leaked that he I, signed I, with the company even or no? Well, it was it was presumed because um him and Nakamura had that match at Wrestle Kingdom that year. It was his last match. And it was like he was leaving there to go to WWE, but nobody knew when he was going to show up or if it really got the deal got signed. Because that was only just, what, like two weeks later, the Rumble. Yeah, because Russell Kingdom was um the fourth January. January, and the Rumble is usually the last Sunday of the month. Yeah, so he it was and then like, Nakamura left right after him, but yep. he went to NXT. He vacated the the IWGP Intercontinental Championship and he went to WWE. And then they had a tournament, and I think uh, what it was Kenny Omega and Tanahashi. They they battled for the belt. I could be. Well, I'm going to segue into something. Didn't you say MVP is the reason they have that title? Well, MVP is the inaugural champion, and usually, Mitch. I mean, you you can help me out with this. I mean, you got a little bit more insight with this stuff than I do. If, yeah, um, let's let, you, let, let, let me let's talk about MVP in one second. I just was starting to think about the under the, the most interesting thing that's going to happen tonight. Rob is, is of course the Undertaker segment, um, which so, I mean says I mean sucks for all the talent, but they're just not as over as him. Um, someone someone needs to bump probably. Um, someone's going to try to ruin it, uh, if nothing else. And the last time they had the most over guy of all time come out who did they have come out and get bumped you guys follow what i'm saying the the first smackdown on fox that was uh, um, first, no the, the first smackdown on fox the rock came out um mm-hmm. and um the first smackdown ever the rock lost his title to triple right. h i but the first night, so so the Rock came out and they and they got Becky Lynch over with him, but they also got over King Corbin, and I don't know. They Vince really likes Corbin, obviously. Why would he pick yeah. Corbin to get over with the Rock? So I wouldn't be surprised to see King Corbin and maybe some other heels come out and try to ruin this and take her, no, no, you know, Mitch. bumps, bumps, and maybe some of the other legends. They all bump some heels tonight. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Mitch, to to even go with your fact, we had that uh, comment in the chat a little while ago. I kind of looked over it. There you go. I bet Baron Corbin interrupts the take it tonight. Nice. Well, mass, so, I mean, a lot mass, of people are agreeing with what you're saying. Llama. Mass Llama, he knows what he's talking about. You know. Yeah. Now, Nick, what you were talking about? People that got slingshotted straight to the top, no training or anything like that, or just you know, no other shenanigans. There you go, Dominic Mysterio. That's true. <laughs> You got to assume he's got to go to NXT at some point, right? Or now? I don't know. There's also was talk about um I don't know if it was from him or from an interview or something like that that he wanted to uh, wrestle on the mask as well and be um Prince Prince Mysterio. There you go. Aaliyah's more uh Aaliyah's interesting, beautiful. Yeah, she just Aaliyah got married a... supposedly, like in to real Murphy? life. <laughs> to Murphy? No, in no, real life, baptized. I mean. Huh? She got baptized. Oh, I don't know. I was seeing pictures and shit, so I don't know. Now I gotta look. I pretty know. young to get. She's like nineteen. That's pretty young to get married. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I got married at eighteen. So what? <laughs> but then again, I knocked somebody up. So <laughs> hopefully, she's not you were married. <laughs> um. So MVP, guys. So we got we got oh, yeah. ten minutes here. You guys want to talk about MVP? You guys or what do you guys yeah. want to talk about? Now what what are we saying? Um. Um, whenever 
the uh, the MVP is the inaugural IWGP uh, Intercontinental Champion. He won yes. it in a um, a tournament. I think that it was a New Japan's first excursion. You know, doing shows in the United States at that time in 2011. I know this because I just went through on NewJapanWorld.com, not sponsored by you know them, but I just went through NewJapanWorld.com and I watched every. Uh, intercontinental title change that they have listed on their um, chronological order on their uh, app. So I watched from the inaugural win with MVP. He beat Toriano of all people. And then all the way up until most recently when um, Naito uh, won back the double uh, freaking championships right now. So it was a crazy ride to see that belt go from a Hershey's chocolate bar <laughs> to um the white and uh gold uh belt that they have now but what i was asking you mitch i told nick that the iwgp intercontinental championship was made for mvp and i only said this because whenever you do these long form tournaments because the inaugural tournament was for the belt you already have who you're gonna pick to be the champion at the end so that's why i said the statement that i made yeah, I know, um, again, just I have the opportunity to hang out with MVP one night drinking. And I know that that I, that wrestling in Japan mean, meant a lot to him. He wanted to go to Japan and he wanted to do something and win a championship. So, um, yeah, that dude's great, man. I really do hope that um, I'm so I, I love the Hurt Business. I love what he's the, he's the best thing on Raw. I mean, him, MVP, the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin. I love him, too. Um, Lashley. And, and even Cedric's cool. Um, oh, they're, they're just so good, man. They're so good. And with – I mean, I'm not going to get political, but you know, there's a thing called Black Lives Matter. I think they are, they could just take that and you uh, – there's just so much those guys can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love them. I absolutely love the Hurt Business. I want the shirt. Yeah, I do, too. I, got I do, the shirt. too. I want the MVP one. <laughs> You Me keep too. saying that, Rob. Stop talking about it and be about it. <laughs> I just, I just bought a, a a podcast that I really enjoy. I bought a t shirt, so I gotta hold off on my t shirt for right now. <laughs> Matter of fact, shout out to uh, the Who Will Win podcast. I just bought a shirt. I don't know if they're gonna see this or not, but I did. I enjoy your product. I believe they can be on TV. That's how much I believe in them. Oh, hey, you're also, supposed to send me a t shirt. Rob. I know. I'm working on it. <laughs> also, shout out to UWO Podcast. 100 yes. Um, yeah. T- today, tonight, at some point, they're going to be celebrating their 100th episode. So, uh, yeah, nice. big congratulations to the boys at the UWO. Too sweet. Hey, while we're you know we're doing plugs and shoutouts, do you guys mind if I plug a couple things here? Yeah, go ahead. We about to wrap yeah, it up, yeah. homeboy. The floor is yours. Okay. I just I just wanted to say. Um, uh, so I have a podcast. It's called Mitch Please. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on like YouTube.com. Thank you. Uh, it's it's on YouTube.com uh, slash the Mitch Valentine. Hard to read. It's right there. Look at that. Anyways, Mitch Valentine on YouTube. I have 45 episodes of the original Mitch Please podcast. I interviewed Brian Cage, Thunder Rosa, Royce Isaacs. The list goes on and on. Um, and now I'm doing a podcast called Mitch Please 2. Um which is available like on Spotify, uh, Apple podcast. And I just interviewed my wrestling trainer and we talked about MVP. Uh, We talked about the night that we were all hanging out uh, with MVP. Um, So you can check that out. Mitch, please too. Mitch, please. I, I 
on um, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Okay. Um, that's it, guys. At Heartbreaker MV on all social media because I'm the Heartbreaker Mitch Valentine, and you guys don't doubt Mitch. And once you go, Mitch, you never make the switch. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Goddamn pun master here. I like him. Thank you, Mr. Llama. Thank you for joining us. I just gave you the follow of follows. Boom, there you go. That's Man, that's the only follow that he, that counts right there. The the Anaceli follow. Now you got me. <laughs> yeah, Nick, go ahead. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media or whatever other shenanigans you want to put out there. At this. Yeah, right there. That's his name. If you put it on social media, it's all one word. Just combine them. Yes, just no space. Just they do like. When I'm this. in California, man. I'll have to reach out. Maybe we can link up. Do it. Do it. And then Dude, we can rub it. Age on Sunny. <laughs> yeah. But with that oh, being hey, said, by the way, oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Uh, you good? I, I think I already said it. My next podcast, I'm going to talk about Sunny. I'm going to talk about the, how I met her and how I adapted her. And uh, that's what people want to hear. So be on the lookout for that. You guys, I want to say, I, I've done a, quite a few podcasts with, with fans and stuff like that. And you guys are probably the best show i've done with with wrestling fans you know what i mean because you guys cool. are you guys are more yeah you guys are professionals rob you're you're, you're kind of a professional i don't agree with kind your of. opinion on the undertaker but um, <laughs> most don't at all, i understand at all um because you're a piece but, of shit uh, but you guys are cool man i really appreciate you guys um having me on your show yeah hey man whenever we do it the door is always open for you to come on in man we whenever you. you want we thank, we, we thank you sir but with that being said, you can follow Wrestling is Trash on various social media platforms, and you can find all the episodes of Wrestling is Trash on randomrob.com forward slash W-I-T, wit, Wrestling is Trash. You see how that works? And um, you can follow on social media, Wrestling is Trash on Instagram and Wrestling Be Trash on Twitter. I don't post a lot there, but I mean, it's there, but we're here. Anyway, on behalf of myself, Mitch Valentine, Nick Anasetsi, y'all almost fucked it up. We bid you all look at do, and we will see you next time.